Hi everyone, it's Dorian, one half of the Rooted Life podcast duo, and we're going to jump into episode five shortly, but Morgan and I just wanted to make sure that we acknowledge the mass shootings that took place over the past weekend, and um, we want to let everyone know that our hearts go out to the victims, their families, and anyone who has been infected by these tragedies. Um, You know, these painful moments are really a reminder to us that we have a responsibility to allow God to come into our hearts and to truly do a new work in us so that we can actually be the lights of this world. Um, the world is is clearly so dark and one of the things that will drive it to change is us, his people. Um, and this is one of the reasons why we are even doing this podcast because we want to push ourselves to remember that we don't know what people are going through behind the scenes. And so that challenges us to be more kind, to give more grace and allow all of us to shine even brighter so that people can see God's love within us. Um, so we're over here praying and we hope that in the midst of this tragedy, we will all find hope and comfort in a God whose plans we may not understand, but whose character we trust. Um, We hope that y'all will join us in these prayers uh, for our country and really for God's people. With that, episode five, More Than a Mountaintop. What's up, everybody? It's Dorian. And Morgan. And this is The The Rooted Life. I cannot believe we are on episode five. How? How did this happen? Halfway through the whole season, y'all. Can y'all believe it? We just want to shout out everybody who's been listening. If you've heard every episode, Mm -hmm. shout out to you for just rocking with us. For real. y'all. For real. So let's get it jumping with the glows and bros. Morgan, what's going on with you and your week? Well, if y'all have listened to previous episodes, I've been talking about this apartment and I finally moved in. Yes. And I think it's just... Appreciate that, though. <laughs> I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> and I think it's not even just the apartment. It's really just sitting in a moment where God has done exceedingly abundantly all that I can ask for. And mm. I think that moment is just so humbling because it's like, I didn't even really ask for apartment. I was like, God, it'd be kind of cool if, you know, I move somewhere new. And then he just just went above and beyond anything that I can imagine. And then just to be in a place where I'm like, but I'm still seeking you. Yeah. It's, and it's beautiful to be in a place like, yeah, that's great. But there's still so many areas that you're mm. still pushing and working. So like, I'm grateful for this. I'm going to sit in this gratitude. And I recognize that the work is not done. Like yeah. we still got a whole lot of things to work on. Always. And that kind of gets me to my growth. So I just been kind of going through these feelings of like shame and doubt. And there's just these areas that I know God has gifted me in that I've just been feeling really just, unsure and mm. like how am I going to do that and do I have the skills and can I do it and um so just really been praying and reading the word and just seeking God about how to feel more confident in the areas that he's gifted me in yeah that's great I um I think a lot of times our minds are the first thing to talk us out of the things that God wants us to have facts oh my gosh and it's crazy how we will really allow those things like doubt and shame to convince us that we don't deserve things that God right. has already said is yours yeah so, well, I will be praying with you on that then. Oh, thanks, though. <laughs> what about you? What are your glows and grows? Um, so my glow, I got to attend my first work conference this week um, down in Houston. So I went to the KIPP School Summit, and uh, it was just so cool to see 6,000 KIPP um, employees come together in one city mm. around the same cause, like just trying to make the world a better place through education. So that was lovely. Um, 
and I really enjoyed myself also because they had one of the dopest pools I've ever seen. Mm. And although I didn't get to like actually get in the pool, mm-hmm. I left my swimsuit at home. But just being down there, <laughs> it was such a nice experience. Um, nice. And then my growth. So I have just really been struggling with some inconsistency lately, mm. and I think that um, I don't know. I just sometimes you are kind of like coming off of a high, and mm-hmm. you're like all right, that was cool. And you were like doing all this work, digging in with mm-hmm. God to get to that high. And then you get off of it and it's like, you lose that fire. Yeah. And I have been sitting in this place where um, I've lost a little bit of the fire, but I'm recognizing that life is just about so much more than those big moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like the significant parts of our lives are really in everything that surrounds that big moment. Wow. Yeah. That, that really makes a lot of sense, and it gets us right into our topic for the week. So today, mm. we're going to get into the many seasons that we encounter in life and really talk about how we can navigate each of those seasons. Yeah. I know you and I have a saying that walking with God is a journey, not a destination. Mm. And so as I start to think about my life, like from a journey perspective, we're mm-hmm. traveling from one place to the next. Right. And so there's never a final destination that we're trying to get to. We're really just moving through life uh, with a new sense of appreciation and preparation. And so I I wonder what is it though you think that that lets us approach life from this like striving perspective like mm. it's a video game and we just right. gotta unlock <laughs> the next level to get to this level of success I think it's really our culture like we live in a culture that just celebrates people who are striving and grinding mm. like people say stuff like I'll die when I sleep and just like yeah. all these things that make which is ridiculous no, you won't be sleeping I'm dead. gonna get my seven hours thanks so much yeah hopefully eight <laughs> plus God willing in Netflix uh not on but um I think we just have live in a culture that celebrates people just ambitiously chasing everything after life yeah and I think the problem is that we think that we can use that same mentality of striving when we try to obtain joy or peace mm. and we think that we can do a little bit more and we'll get more joy if I yep. try a little bit harder um, I'll get that next job or if I do a little bit more I'll find more in uh, a new boo or a new city or like whatever's next is going to be the place where I can find this joy and contentment yeah and I really think that God desires for us to find contentment where we are in this season mm. he's given us enough provision he's given us plenty of <laughs> grace to find joy and peace where we are and he really wants us to rest in him and no matter what season that we're in. Yeah. I love um, something that you say, like to savor the season that you're in, mm. and, you know, to savor means to enjoy it completely. <laughs> and so I think the more that we like completely enjoy where we are, then the yeah. brighter that season where we're sitting becomes, even if it is a little cloudy, somehow <laughs> all of a sudden it's looking like sunshine because right. of the fact that we're able to enjoy it completely. And so, you know, that's why I'm just so excited for today's episode, because I think as we identify the seasons that we're in, then we really know how to not just survive them but to really thrive in them yeah um so go ahead mo break down uh these different seasons that we're talking about okay cool so we when we're thinking about this journey with god we like to compare it to hiking a mountain and there's four different parts that we've kind of identified and it mirrors the different seasons that we can encounter when we're walking with god mm-hmm. so you've got the valley the climb the mountaintop and the descent mm. so the first part is the valley and that's really the place of preparation And then from the valley, you move on to the climb, and that's the steady pursuit of God's plans and promises. And then from the climb, you're up at the top, at the mountaintop, the meeting place of our devotion and his faithfulness. And then as you come down from the mountaintop, you're in the descent, and that's really the place of reflection. Mm, That's good stuff. So if we're going on a hike for real... Like, we wouldn't just show up without the proper equipment, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm going to Mount Kilimanjaro, I'm not about to show up without my hiking poles (laughs) and my boots Mm -hmm. and all the socks that I need or anything that's really just going to increase my likelihood of success when climbing this mountain. And so if I wouldn't show up to a mountain ill prepared, then... (laughs) 
why do I think I should just show up in life, try to journey through life <laughs> ill-prepared when I have all these tools that are just readily available to That's me? Good. So I think it's, we, we think of it differently, but it's really the same when we're walking with God that yeah. um, we can absolutely choose to climb that mountain freely or to go through life freely and to um, allow our decisions to be self-guided. But I would rather increase my likelihood of I'm trying to win <laughs> by using just the tools that we have within our reach. So, um, so the first journey we're talking about is the valley which Mm. we've kind of identified as the place of preparation so the valley is like where we can mentally spiritually and physically prepare for the climb that is ahead so i think it's really meant to be a place of strategy where Mm. we can be intentional about what we're doing what we're packing in our backpack like Mm -hmm. what is it that we're spending our time energy and efforts on Mm -hmm. so that we can be successful and i think you know it's so important to remember that like in each of these journeys we have a tendency something that is just like this is where we would like naturally kind of fall into if we weren't working towards something else Mm. and so in the valley like i think our tendency is just to devalue the importance of our time spent in the word Mm -hmm. and to think that we can skip the little things like reading our bible like taking a few minutes to pray and check in with god going to church all these different things and we just really um we begin to take the time spent with god for granted wow that's good i think along with having a tendency in different seasons of our life or even as we're hiking like there's also tools that are relevant for Mm -hmm. particular parts of different seasons i think in the valley a tool that's so important that you touched on is like really using the word like you have to read the word the word is your tool no matter what but i think specifically in the valley is so important because you're really equipping yourself it's kind of like if i fill up my water bottle Mm. before i go hiking like i'm not filling it up because i'm thirsty right now Mm -hmm. i'm filling it up because i know that down the road i'm going to be thirsty and i need the word of god because he is jesus is the living well Mm -hmm. so i think of like reading my bible is like i'm deepening my well because i know i'm gonna have to pull from that well later on and i think it's also like you're not just memorizing stuff like it's not just you're reading the bible so you can check it off your checklist Mm -hmm. and say look at me I'm a good Christian but you're really reading to understand like you're letting it seep into your spirit and really trying to discern like what is the father trying to teach you in this moment yeah Um, because you don't really know what you're going to need for the journey I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) need 10 days from now but I know if I have the word of God in my heart I'm going to be fine because I'll be equipped I think each of these seasons too, there's there's always a little survival tip. So it's mm. like something that is like this is this is a free one for mm, you guys. You're so, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so the survival tip I think in the valley is to understand that like you are preparing for yourself. Like you talked about, you're storing the word in your heart for your own journey. Mm-hmm. But sometimes preparation is bigger than us, and mm. other people's um, the success of their journey might be resting on something that we can bring them wow. in our preparation. And so I think about like I had just a couple weeks ago I was talking to one of my friends who was kind of struggling with some clarity on a couple different subjects and trying to figure out what her next move was going to be Mm -hmm. and as we were talking I gave her a suggestion of a book that might have helped right something that in my own study time with God I had come across and had found to be helpful in my own life and so I thought um you know sharing this with her might be helpful and she was like okay that sounds cool Mm -hmm. she was like it actually kind of sounds a little familiar like somebody else was telling me about something that sounds like that and so I bought this book recently but I don't really know the name of the book. So, you know, I'll let you know when I get home. Mm-hmm. And so she gets home, she opens up the Amazon package and it's the exact same book wow. that I had just told her about. Mm. And I thought to myself, like, if I had not spent some time with God on my own, digging into what it is that he had for me, I wouldn't have had that resource to share with her. Mm-hmm. And so that was her confirmation to be able to step into the next thing in her season. And so it really just lets us know that like our preparation is so important for us, but even more so for the 
the other people that we can help as well. Wow. I love what you said about people's uh, journeys resting on what we're doing. Mm. Like seeing that connection, I think is can be a little daunting, but also so important to think about like how our obedience is tied to other people's ability to be obedient and walk into what God has called them to do. Yeah. Wow. That's heavy. That's a big responsibility, but I think it is, you can either look at it as something that is heavy and weighing you down, or Mm -hmm. you could look at it as a positive challenge and something that gives you even more motivation to continue to do Mm -hmm. the work that you're doing. Right. Cause like really what it's saying is like, God trusts you with that, which I think is so beautiful that he would trust us with anything. Cause he knows I am, I'm so flaky and finicky. Honestly, but the fact that he would trust me with somebody else's life in that way is so Mm. powerful and beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So getting back to our hike. So after (laughs) we did the valley, we're on the climb. So we're climbing up the mountain Mm. and we see this as the steady pursuit of God's plan and his promises. Mm -hmm. And I see this kind of as an in-between season. It's like you're on the brink of God fulfilling his promises. You've already prepared, but you haven't really got quite to the promises yet. Mm -hmm. And I think it could be honestly a really difficult place to be in. And I think because you see the promises, you know that you have the word in your heart, but you're kind of like in this in-between place waiting for those promises to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And I think in this season, we can have a tendency of really getting impatient and trying to rush the process. I know sometimes we have the tendency in this part of the season to tell God how ready we are. Like, God, I'm ready for this new house. I'm ready for this new job. I'm ready for this new boo. And meanwhile, (laughs) we're not, because if you think you're ready, you're not. <laughs> That's what we And found. I think so often too, is like we get so caught up in that moment that we're looking at the promises that we actually don't look for his heart. Mm. We're just looking for his hand and what, what he can do for us. And he's not going to put you in a place that you're not equipped for. Yep. So if you're only looking for what God can do for you, he is not going to fulfill that promise because he wants somebody who is chasing after his heart. Mm. And he knows that if you're only chasing after his hand, you still have some maturing to do. Um, and I think something that I've learned recently is I've been like I said, in my glow, moved into a new apartment that mm-hmm. I've been waiting to get, be approved for since early May. So it's been the whole summer waiting. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually I just got in my spirit to stop praying for the apartment and really just pray like, God, do a work in my heart. Like, let me be straight no matter w- what I get. Like, let me just see your provision, your goodness in the apartment that I am. And I just, in that season, like started interacting with people who were praying for a one bedroom. Like, wow. I just want to have a one bedroom. Like, I'm living with my auntie. I'm living with this person. And just to be around people who were praying for what I had just humbled me so much. Because oh, I'm wow. like, I'm complaining about something that someone else is praying on their knees mm. for. And I'm ungrateful about it because there's a baby crying underneath me. And what? You know, so I think even just praying for God to just move in my heart to help me have more gratitude and see his provision, he did it. And I feel like as soon as I was like, okay, God, whether I get the apartment or not, like, I trust you and you're good. Literally the next day they called me and was like, it's yours. Mm. And I said, really, God, we waited, We were waiting for that the whole, the whole time we were yep. in the climb? Oh, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I mean, you literally touched on one of the tools that I think is so important in that season of the climb. Mm. So those are prayer and hope. Wow. And so it's like, First off, in your walk with God, you will not make it without a consistent prayer life. It is our only means of really communicating with our Father. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anybody that I have a close relationship with that I don't talk to. Right. Point blank. And so I think, you know, when it comes to one of my favorite scriptures, Romans 12, 12 talks about being joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer. Wow. And another one of those versions says, um, don't quit in hard times, pray all the harder. And so I think, you know, prayer just reminds both us and God mm-hmm. of his promises. It does. And the Bible talks about like God makes good on all his promises. So mm-hmm. if we're in the midst of the climb, it's getting steep and slippery and strenuous and we don't really know what's going happen and we start to call out these scriptures Mm -hmm. that we have now 
prepared with in yep. the valley. That's now good. we're on the climb. We're reaching back into some of those things we've spent time with. Wow. And we are able to remind God and ourselves that despite what our circumstance looks like, mm-hmm. we believe that like because we are following him, he's going to lead us toward that prosperity. Mm-hmm. And even when we can't see it, there is a future ahead and a hopeful one at that. And then transitioning into hope, um, my devotion said something that I thought was so profound. It said, your head may slump and your feet may shuffle as you journey uphill with me. Hope lifts your perspective from your weary feet to the glorious view up the road. Then the roughness or the smoothness of the road ahead becomes much less significant. Mm. And so I think, you know, when we are hopeful, we're not focused on what's right there in front of us. We're able to actually see what he has um, up ahead of us. And I think like hope is the bridge that gets us a lot of times from heartbreak to actual healing or from like regret to redemption. Mm -hmm. And without hope, we won't be able to see that like, okay, this is hard right now, but there is a peak. There is a mountaintop that I'm going to get towards and I won't always always be um, in this climb. Wow. I think hope also helps shift our dependence from God fulfilling that particular promise. It's just dependence on him. Yep. Like I just look up and say like, you just been good. Mm-hmm. Like I can see beyond this promise because whether you fulfill this particular promise or not, you've done enough for me. The old folks in the church always used to say, if he doesn't do another thing for me, yes. he's already been good. And you I think about better that. Better than good to me. <laughs> yes. Facts. But I just love that because it's like hope says, no matter what you do, God, I still hope in you. I still believe yeah. in you. I trust in you, whether this comes through or not. Like, I'm past this moment mm-hmm. of you fulfilling this promise because I can see your your goodness. And I think when you're climbing the mountain, it's just so important to um, rest in him yeah. and look towards him for your um, help. And I think that kind of leads us to our survival tip is, like, you have to rest in him. Yeah. And I think going back to what we talked about with um, – the striving culture we live in, there's an illusion that here I got to do more work. I got to mm. climb harder. I have to move faster. I got to mm. make more moves. But really God is saying like, just surrender. Like I'll do all the work in your heart if you'll just submit to what I'm um, asking you to do in the season. And I think even what I said before, like he really wants you to be prepared for that season. So if you're resting in him, he can really do the work he needs to do so that when you get to the mountaintop, you're actually equipped and prepared to do that. Yeah. And that's such a good tip because if you were climbing in real life, like Mount Kilimanjaro actually has special tea stands where they serve drinks and snacks (laughs) on your way up the top to the top of the mountain. Mm. And there's little huts where you can spend the night literally letting you know that like you can't do it all at once anyway. Like you have to take that time to rest. And I think if we don't take that time to rest, we miss the opportunities to refuel. Mm -hmm. And then like either number one, we don't actually get to our mountaintop or number two, we get up there. We're too tired to even really be able to enjoy it. That's crazy. That's so true. And I want to be able to enjoy the blessings. After I've gone through the valley and the climb, when I get to the mountain, I want to be able to do a praise dance. I want to be dug in up there. (laughs) Celebrate. Okay, so we've gotten through the valley. We've been on our climb. We've Mm. been steady getting up the mountain. And now we're getting to the season that everybody loves to sing about. Testimony time about this. It's it, the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. That's the meeting place um, where our devotion and his faithfulness really combine. Yeah. And I think this is the moment that a lot of us pray for, we wait for. Like we said, this is where this is the testimony moment right here. Yes. I used to go to church and we did testimony time Ooh, before. I remember that <laughs> for back service. in the day. It's very encouraging. Wow. Um, this is the promised land. Uh, this is where he fulfills his promises. And this is where he does exceedingly above all that you've asked for. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, it's just where he shows out. And you're just like, for real, God? Like, you got it like that? Ooh. Okay. I see you. I see you. Unfortunately, we have a tendency here 
to really be prideful yeah and think that we got here on our own we forget that it was his word that sustained us it was the word that that we were equipping ourselves with in the valley it was his promises that was sustaining us his provision in the climb we get to mountain and be like oh i did a good job didn't Ooh, i didn't let I? me pat myself on the back because mm -hmm. i went through the valley and i climbed and i got here all by myself so with the pride we really start feeling ourselves here and mistakenly take the credit that really belongs to God. Yeah, I think that is why the tool that you have to have on the mountaintop is humility. Mm -hmm. Because you, like you said, you will forget who <laughs> it was that actually got you here. Mm -hmm. Like you, ooh, we get some good amnesia when we get to the top of the mountain. <laughs> and I think about, so for me, <laughs> in 2019, like I really had a strong year. So like coming at, to KIPP in 2018, mm -hmm. I worked really hard my first year with events and just kind of like making a name for myself. And there were moments where I was like, man, ain't nobody telling me thank you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not getting no shine. And I would always remind myself, like, okay, you need to put your ego to the side mm -hmm. for I work unto God and not unto man. And so in those moments where I would try to, I would want to get a little prideful, and sometimes I even did get a little prideful, I would have to remind myself that, like, God is the one that's supposed to get the glory. Mm -hmm. So we get to the end of the year ceremony um, back in May. And there's a, an award that Kip DC gives out called the Behind the Scenes Award. Okay. It speaks for itself. And so I was the person who had planned this event. Mm -hmm. And I had been told that my coworker, Joseph, was actually winning the award. So when it came down to it and my name ended up getting <laughs> called, I was so shook. But all I could think about was like, wow, I remembered how hard it was for mm -hmm. me to let my pride go throughout yeah. that whole year working at Kip. But this is what it has culminated into. And this is the moment that I got to celebrate because mm -hmm. I wanted God to get the glory. And even more so, humility redirects the glory back to him. Because mm -hmm. when people ask you, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened for you. And like, mm -hmm. how did all this go down? You got to give him the credit. You have to. And so then his name gets celebrated because people are like, well, she said she got this award and all these great things mm -hmm. happened. And she gave all the credit to God. <laughs> and so I think that is really what allows us um, in this season to really make sure that we're giving God the credit and that we don't end up falling. Because they say pride is before the fall. And mm -hmm. that's actually based on a scripture. Wow. Proverbs 18, 12 says pride first, then the crash. <laughs> that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And if I get too prideful at the top of the mountain, What's coming up you next? You will crash all you the way down all to the, the bottom. Down. And I, the part about that scripture that people don't mention is that second piece, but it says mm. humility is the precursor to honor. Wow. I definitely saw that in my own life. Wow. That is so good. And I think the survival tip when you're on the mountaintop is that uh, understanding that even though this feels really great mm -hmm. and this is like an accomplishment and we should definitely praise God and be grateful. This is not where God does most of his work. Ooh. Like don't live for the mountaintop. That's back to our title. Like you can't live your whole life just waiting for the mountaintop mm -hmm. moments. Mm -hmm. um, because honestly, most of our lives, most of our Christian walk is really the valley. And yes. the <laughs> it's not even the mountaintop. And when you think about how a mountaintop is shaped, it's like a triangle. Mm -hmm. And the mountaintop is actually the smallest part compared to the size of the valley and mm -hmm. the climb and the sides. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're living for that mountaintop, but we're living for this one moment. We completely overlook God's provision, his faithfulness, his grace is with us daily, whether we're on the mountaintop or not. Yeah, that's such a good point. Like the peak is so tiny compared to the climb up or the climb down. Mm -hmm. So that lets us know that like the mountaintop is not where the real work is actually being mm -hmm. done it's not where god is really getting you together <laughs> and even though that's the part that feels the best like mm -hmm. that's not the part that's going to turn you into your best wow so we done we've done all this we did the valley we did the climb mm -hmm. we done celebrated hey, and dug it at the mountaintop hey. and so now it's time for the final <laughs> stage on the journey which is the descent 
and this is our road to reflection. Mm -hmm. So this is the season after the promises have been fulfilled and the space where we really um, we get to look at all the other stages and recognize what an amazing experience it was, but really mm -hmm. unpack and seek to understand all that we've been through. Wow. Um, I think what's so funny is like on that descent, we tend to get real ungrateful <laughs> because like the high from the blessing has started to wear off mm -hmm. and we're becoming numb to that celebration that we were just in. Just dug we it. were just shouting <laughs> all through running around the church, shouting, thanking God for his blessings. And then, you know, we catch our breath and then it's like, now I'm back to complaining. Mm -hmm. I'm back irritable with yep. everybody at my job. Ooh. And then sometimes even get caught up in entitlement being like, wow. God, you owe me more. Wow. Mm. And I think a tool to combat that uh, is really just gratitude. Yeah. And I think one way we can really practice gratitude is something I'm working on. is like just purposeful reflection mm. uh, and just being thankful for the whole experience, not just the mountaintop where I got to shout around the church and yeah. do my testimony, but really being grateful for what the Holy Spirit has done in your heart and how you've learned things and you've grown and you've matured and your faith has been strengthened from this process. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I think this might've been something Pastor Mike Ty said, or a preacher said once that mature Christians have good memories. And mm -hmm. I think that's because they're able to hold on to the promises. They remember the whole experience. They mm -hmm. don't just remember the mountaintops and the good parts. They think about the low parts and the difficult places where God has really brought them through. Yeah. Um, and I think another thing is that we have to really reflect on his track record. If he came through that time, he will come through again. If you look in the Bible, he has never not come through. He that's came it. through for all those people. He's come through for us in ways that we're not even able to understand mm. or see. But I think we have to really rest in that. And I say we also have to make room and leave room for him to make a way in a different way. Like the way we got to the mountaintop for this place yeah. in our life, maybe in work or relationships, he may move differently. So we have to also remain open to allow the Holy Spirit to move the way he wants to move in our lives. Yeah, I think, you know, that's such a good point because I think he will move differently. Oh, like, yeah. Because God is a God of mystery. He's not going because you're not going to figure him out. Mm -mm. You're not going to play God like he's always going to get checkmate on you before you're going to get anything done. Right. So you're not going to be able to see him do the exact same thing mm -hmm. the same way. But because we are creatures of habit, we look for that same mm, thing. And then we get so frustrated true. when we don't see him coming through in that same way. But I think that if he moved the same way, that wouldn't be faith. That's just our memory. Mm. That's very different. Ooh, yeah. That requires no faith. If he did the exact same thing, I could be like, oh, he literally did it. But every time he asks you to do something different in each season, each mountaintop, he asks you to do something a little bit different that requires yeah. a little bit more faith, just a little shift. And it's so small sometimes, but you're like, okay, once you get to the mountaintop and you're coming down in descent and you're reflecting, you can really see why he did it that way. Yeah, yeah. That's what that reflection is for. Um, this year, I literally like had a big glow up and then I followed it right up with pouting. Aww. And so like talking about that tendency to be ungrateful, mm -hmm. you know, I told y'all, so I got this great award at the end of the year. And then in addition to that, I also got promoted to a senior level. Ooh. And my boss told me that I was going to get um, a person hired wow. to work under me. And so all these great things were happening. And then I was like, okay, cool, but I want to negotiate more money. Mm. And so um, I went in there and I negotiated and I didn't get what I wanted. Mm. And so then I come home and I'm like, I did all this work for <laughs> Kip and I did X, Y, and Z and they not going to pay me. And this is what the market's going for. Da, da, da. And God's like, really though? Wow. I did all of this. And then not to mention, if you stack up all these things that you have versus where you were in 2017, come when on. You sitting at the house with nothing. No job. Oh, you are abundantly blessed. Wow. But because I wasn't sitting in that moment of gratitude, mm -hmm. I literally allowed my ungratefulness to overshadow all of the great things that he had just provided. Wow. Yeah. I wish I could say that that's not 
my same story, but <laughs> it literally is. I have this tendency of like, I'll pray for a job, but, yeah. you know, believe God for a job and he'll give me a job and I'll be good for a while. Cause I'm, you know, I'm on the mountaintop, yes. I'm, you know, I'm on the high, the blessing high. And then people start doing stuff I don't like. And then I'll start seeing people's little quirks and things about the job. I'm like, mm, I don't like that. And the next thing you know, I'm murmuring and I'm complaining and I'm like, well, God, why they do that? And why they do this? Mm-hmm. And I'm just ungrateful. Um, and I start finding stuff I don't like. And I start looking for stuff I don't like, in fact. And I forget how God made a way for me. I forgot how bad I needed this job, how I was on my knees praying, and how he really Ooh. provided for me. And I'm just really working on resting in his provision and being grateful rather than looking for things that aren't right. Honestly, the descent is like the biggest missed opportunity. And this is because like our culture is so nonstop that it always just moves from one thing right into the next Mm -hmm. thing. And we never give ourselves time to debrief and to really take the time to say like, okay, let me really think about everything that has happened, extract the lessons from that thing Mm -hmm. um, so that I will be more prepared. Like the descent is specifically so that... um, Um, As we begin to approach the next valley, it's going to affect how we enter that. And if we use the next valley wisely to prepare us for the next climb. And I'd even say that it's our reflection of his fulfilled promises that actually sustain us through our journey. Yeah. Oh, so if you miss that time to reflect on the promises, what you going to hold on to in the next journey? Wow. Mm, That's good. I love it. So we got all these different seasons Mm -hmm. um, that we talked through most. So which one do you think? Because I think there's always one that probably trips us up a little bit more mm-hmm. than others just because we're human and right. we always mess up. So if you're looking at these four seasons, which one do you think you get caught up in most? Easy, the climb. <laughs> Easy. It's a no-brainer for me. Like It's the climb. <laughs> it's like the place where I should be pursuing God's plan and his purposes and his promises for me. But instead, I'm just pursuing his hand. Like mm. I just want him to come through. I'm like, I know Deliver. you're going to come through. You know you're gonna come through, so just like what? Ahead, why do the in between? Just come through. We both know what's gonna happen. Pull up on me. Come on, and so I get <laughs> pull up on me. So I just get really. I have a tendency to get impatient mm. to really rush the process, and right. I think that when I s- slow down and stop striving, I can look up long enough to actually see him and his love for me, mm. and not just look for his promises. And when I started to keep my eyes on his heart and who he is and not just his hand I can be a better steward and a better shepherd because I'm like yeah. oh you put me here for a reason now I can see your purpose for this season and I can really steward it better um I would say like the valley Ooh. because it's supposed to be our place of preparation mm-hmm. but your girl she makes it her place of procrastination <laughs> and I literally just sit there you know I think a lot of times I devalue that importance of the time spent like I was sharing earlier in my grow mm-hmm. I just get so comfortable after the mountaintop being like all right that's cool I'm going to pursue you once the next hard thing comes mm. and then I'm going to really dig in but what I'm learning is that like God has been throwing things at me in the valley before mm. I even get to the climb because he's trying to say like okay you don't have time to wait till the climb by the time you get to the climb it's Mm -hmm. too late and if you haven't done your prep you're not going to get to the mountaintop so I think that God has been tripping me up a little bit more in my valley season um so that I will really focus on preparation yeah wow wow that's good (laughs) our lives are just so much more than those mountaintop moments and I think there's so much more because God is he's being so gracious so kind he's provided so much provision and love no matter where we're at and he's doing a work in us whether we are in the valley whether we're in the climb the mountaintop or the descent Mm. so we hope y'all go ahead and share with us on Instagram at rooted life podcast which season resonated most with you in the current place that you're in yeah we really want to hear from you guys because you know life tries to make you think that you're going through things alone but Mm -hmm. we're all in different 
seasons and they're always a struggle but yeah. you know we know we have the tools that'll be able to get through so we also hope that y'all would rate us five stars leave us a review on whatever platform you're using mm -hmm. and share what's been meaningful with you each week um this week we want to shout out amber berry and hey. her review on apple Podcasts, who just said some really nice things to us and let us know that she thinks our message is honest and relatable oh that's everything thanks yeah. amber girl we friends now you don't know us but we friends <laughs> and i just love reading the reviews i love reading the comments on instagram and just seeing how god is using this podcast and how it's really resonating with people it's beautiful yeah, i love that well we love y'all we hope y'all have an amazing week and no matter what season you're in stay rooted love y'all